deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Hello, listeners. This is Tanisha Baker thanking you for tuning in for today's edition of Talking with T. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay engaged, educated, empowered, encouraged, and of course, entertained. We've hit a new month. Welcome, April 2021. The month of April is recognized as the National Month of Hope. You are encouraged, particularly in these times, not only to have hope, but to offer hope to someone else. It is also National Autism Awareness Month, National Child Abuse Awareness Month, Keep America Beautiful Month, National Volunteer Month, National Poetry Month, and National Jazz Appreciation Month, among many other observances. It's April 5th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Pharrell Williams. Rapper, singer, songwriter, record producer, entrepreneur, and fashion designer. Also one of my favorite TV judges, Judge Greg Mathis, who is a retired Michigan 36th District Court judge. Also actor Sterling Brown and Canadian soul and R.B. singer Daniel Caesar. Also Christopher Reed, better known as Kid, from the late 80s, early 90s rap duo Kid and Play. It is also... The birthday of Colin Powell, retired four-star general and first African-American secretary of state and the late Booker T. Washington, an American educator, author, orator, and advisor to presidents of the United States. Between 1890 and 1915, Washington was a dominant leader in the African-American community. Today on the national calendar is Go for Broke Day. It's also National Nebraska Day, National Caramel Day, and Gold Star Spouses Day. On this date in history, author Ash wins at Wimbledon in 1975, becoming the only black man to win Wimbledon at that time. Well, since it's a new month, it's time for a new theme. So far this year, we've had set it off in January. Love and happiness for February. We just finished spring into action for March, and now... We're going to move into Make It Rain for April, which is perfect because April is also Financial Literacy Month. So let's make it rain. And not the April rain that grows May flowers, but the rain that is used for slang for money. The money's already printed. You just got to go get it. This week's money management focus is actually non-smart spending and savings tips. One, prioritize long-term goals. Two, you got to get on the same page with your significant other. Three, be patient. Four, balance your checking account. Five, keep savings and checking accounts at separate banks. Six, issue yourself an envelope filled with your monthly fund money. Seven, have an emergency fund. Eight, communicate with your lender or banker. And number nine, embrace the power of cash. And my suggestion, don't live above your means at your wage. Instead of making it rain, maybe sometimes you got to make it sprinkle. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. 
Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Go back in time When you and I Were uncomplicated Let's go back in time Before I felt what I felt When you did what you did that night Once upon Upon a time I thought you were WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. All right, listeners, I have none other than our top investigator, but most often what? Instigator, T.I. Pam, on the show today to help review trending news. There has been another mass shooting in Orange County, this time at an office complex, leaving four dead, including a nine-year-old boy. It is believed that the suspect had either a personal or professional relationship with all the victims. And you can read more details through the link on TalkingWithT.com. The reason I'm sharing this story, one, is with other things, I don't want us to become desensitized to the occurrence of these mass shootings. I want you to note that there have been 14 mass shootings since the one at the grocery store in Boulder, Colorado. And that hadn't been that long ago. And prior to that, there was the shooting at, in Atlanta, the mass shootings, you know, with those five. 
And then they had the shooting at Virginia Beach, mass shooting. And then they had the mass shooting in Philadelphia. And so they said there's 14. I don't know all of them, but I just know it's too many. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what the solution is. I am very interested in the opinions of our listeners as well as yours, Pam. They can call our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. Hit us up on social media or the website. But this whole surge in mass shootings is disturbing because before I felt like, you know, if you weren't really in the wrong place, hanging with the wrong crowd, your chances of gun violence might, you know, not be that great. But now they shooting up everything. Like, it's crazy. That sure are. You can't go anywhere now. And people, you know, complain about, you know, gun safety and all this. And I really don't see why you would need an AR-15 in your home. I mean, you're not at war. I mean, why do they need these big guns? And why are assault they rifles. Assault rifles. Why are they selling them to them? Because the people that argue the right to bear arms, I get it. You might want to protect yourself because there are some people out here on a rocky road, right? We know that the world isn't as safe as we would like it to be. So you might have a little something for protection. But like the man who had all of those firearms at the insurrection, that's too much. Why do you need all of that? I'm with you, Pam. Why is it like you, you build up this whole arsenal like you at war? You lose a few marbles and go up and shoot up a whole grocery store, a church, a school, a park. Places that should be safe, you know? Yes, and I don't get If you want to take yourself out, then go right ahead. But why do you have to take out innocent people with you? You're right about that. And there was an Ohio woman who decided to play an April Fool's joke on her sister by texting her that an active shooter was at her job at a manufacturing plant. Child, you know all, you know what broke loose. Because the sister called authorities, they responded. Long story short, that woman got arrested because, sis, we don't play that. You know, that's not what we playing right now. <laughs> right. That's an active shooter on our job. They were like, oh, no, we need to put you on jail. You're going to have to rethink this. Right. You cannot play. Like, it's some things you can't play about, and that is one of them. Right. An active shooter, a bomb threat. All of that, none of that is funny. Help spread the word. They may not have received the memo. None of that's a joke. None of that's funny to us right now. Throw in my stimulus is in the mailbox. Don't play. Don't play with my money. <laughs> now, Pam, I know you've been following the story of ETSU's now former basketball coach, Jason Shea. Can you share a little bit of what's going on with our listeners and help me out with the details as well? Yes. Coach Shea, um, he has supported his basketball players because they took a knee during the national anthem. And they wanted okay. him they wanted him basically to, you know, tell them they couldn't take a knee or, you know, risk losing their scholarship and he wasn't going to do it. He supported his players, which he should. If you're gonna support them 
on the court, then you need to support them off the court. If they are winning games for you and bringing in money, then you should support support them. So basically he had to, you know, quit or, or be fired. And then the company that was leasing the vehicles to the ETSU players, they took their car back from him. It's just been, been a mess. So he received this backlash because he supported his players who decided to kneel during the basketball game. Yes. I really don't want to even get into the debate again about the act of a silent protest by taking a knee and how that is not in any way against the flag. It's not against patriotism or any of that. It's a silent protest. And a kneel is a sign of humility. You know, I kneel when I pray. Uh-huh. You know, it's, like I said, I'm not going to get into it. But so Coach Shea has resigned, and this, uh, you know, this business has decided to take away his car all because he supported his team. Also because he supported his team. But every team should want a coach like that. Every school should want a coach like that. And I'm also kind of wondering what's that saying about them, the school and this business or whatever, and their support or opinion of their black players because they're expressing themselves and how they feel about the injustice that continues to plague our country. So they don't support them. Is that what they're saying? Right. They forced forced out the, the white coach for standing with his players for nearly a game. And now okay. they're going to hire an African American coach. So a lot of uh, several players are transferring out. You know, alumni say they're not going to support them. You know, money wise, anything. So it's going to be it, it's going to be tough for them. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll be interested uh, to see what comes out of this. Um, I want to remind our listeners that we have to be aware and stay woke to continuous incidents of injustices. Marvin D. Scott, age 26, was arrested outside an outlet mall after someone called the police saying they smelled marijuana. Now, they arrested Scott with less than two ounces of weed, took him to jail, and unfortunately, sadly, he never made it to trial. Seven detention officers have now been fired in connection with his death. So according to CBS, Sheriff Jim Skinner of Colin County said in a statement, quote, evidence that I have seen confirms that these detention officers violated well-established sheriff's office policies and procedures. Everyone in Colin County deserves safe and fair treatment, including those in custody at our jail. I will not tolerate less. And I was just thinking it is so sad that this family has to grieve the life of their loved one over a little marijuana and the ignorance of these seven officers. Yes, and they all should go down. If you didn't stop it, even if you didn't have a hand in it, if you did not stop them, then you're just as guilty as them. It makes makes no sense. He was supposed to go in, get a bond, and bond out or wait till his court date. He should not be dead. Right, he shouldn't be seven. Seven officers fired. 
And we'll have to see if any charges are brought against the ones who had probably some direct contact or contributed to his death in some way. Yeah, I don't think he could have done anything wrong to for it to result in, in death. Right, for him to receive the death penalty, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Um, so we talked a bit every week about COVID, and I hope that our listening audience will use good judgment, remain vigilant in efforts to reduce the spread of COVID-19. And even though more and more people have been vaccinated, we still have to be a bit careful because the numbers are going up in several states. I know I shared last week, I think it was Miami had to declare a state of emergency. So I really don't know what to think of all of this right now. I have had both my shots, and I do feel a little less anxious. And I did a little research if people could catch COVID after being fully vaccinated. And the medical experts say it's possible but rare. Then on the other hand, I read that there are people popping up with what is called COVID-19 breakthrough cases in which they are contracting the virus more than 14 days after their second shot. That being said, I still feel good about taking whatever measures are out there to increase my chances of survival. It's like playing the odds, and I'm going to roll the dice in the direction that will most likely keep me and my loved ones safe. So. Why did I see a whole carnival in the parking lot of West Ham Mall? A whole carnival. I thought people were out of town somewhere, maybe even up in Gatlinburg or something. But when they said it was West Ham Mall, and I looked at some lives, and I saw kids getting on these rides, getting off, other kids getting on the rides, touching, um, not a mask in sight, I said, well, maybe I, you know, I know I took a nap, and it lasted about four hours, so maybe... The COVID is over. <laughs> Did I sleep longer than I was supposed to because I I saw that and I saw, uh, I, uh, you know what, we've been saying this for a year. They aren't listening to us, evidently. Right. Well, we just try to do our best <laughs> for the one or two or three people that are paying attention. Y'all be careful. Be safe out there. You know, People are wanting to lift the mask mandate altogether. I'm not sure we're ready for that. And so I'm interested in what the listeners think. But there was a man who got arrested in Florida after refusing, and it didn't have anything to do with the mask. He wouldn't even take a temperature check. He said he spent $15,000 on his vacation, and they could not make him leave. Well, Mr. Kelly Seals from Baton Rouge, I believe they proved you wrong as they put him in the police car and took him on to the jail. He pled not guilty to a misdemeanor trespassing charge. Well, you know, they said that when they take your temperature, they're messing with your pineal gland and they're oh, taking shoot. your... Oh, uh-uh, shoot. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's too early. No. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. It's too early in the show, Pam. <laughs> They're taking your memory and giving it to other people. Like, get out. You know what? I needed help and support on this day. I was not ready. Let me move on to say they are still arresting people from the Capitol riots. 
And so they get to Garrett Miller's house in Dallas. This nut, when they went to arrest him, he had on a shirt with a photo of Trump and the words saying, I was there, Washington, D.C., January 6, 2021. So he couldn't even say that he had nothing to do with it. But then he admitted to bringing guns to the insurrection. Police also found a grappling hook, ropes, body armor, night vision goggles, a crossbow and arrows, and multiple firearms and ammunition. I was like, where was he going? What was he getting ready to do? And, the, and these people, they aren't wrapped too tight because they leave the incident at the Capitol, go home, and they don't hide nothing. Wearing T-shirts and say I was there, going on right. their little merry way. They see other people getting arrested. If I'm with some people and we did a crime, and I saw them getting arrested, you best believe I I'm not gonna have nothing that will incriminate me. I'd be like I wouldn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're right, Pam. You said it. They're not wrapped too tight. Uh-uh. Okay. We have a saying: "Not on my watch," which means we won't turn away or ignore. When someone's in danger or needs help. And I'm thinking that this South Carolina lawyer, Pano Dupree, age 58, he put his hands around his girlfriend's neck and tried to put her in a chokehold at a bowling alley. Not on my watch. Must have gone through the mind of this woman. She saw what was going on. She ran up to him. She punched him in the face and knocked him out. Now, Dupree was arrested after he got out the hospital. As he should in my J boy. <laughs> it should be like that all the time, but then you think some people are crazy. Like you can't you ain't you're not gonna knock everybody out. Right. Right. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, when you see somebody getting hurt or mistreated, maybe your solution isn't to go try and knock out the person. But you can call for help, security, make a scene, anything. Because I I can't see myself just watching something like that happen. So I don't know. But I'm just thinking, I wonder what he thought when he came to in the hospital. What was that movie, Friday? (laughs) You got nothing. I ain't going to say it. We can't cuss on the show. Okay, let me move on. (laughs) No, no, let me move on. Because before we go, I want to send prayers up and our thoughts for rapper DMX, who was hospitalized and is in critical condition after a reported overdose. And so life is hard, you know. Um, I don't know the demons that he has to battle, but I do hope that he recovers from this. Yes, I do, too. He's had a... A tough life. Um, and a, one of his mentors introduced him to drugs when he was mm-hmm. just 14 years old, taking him on robbery, giving him crack, you know, mm-hmm. so he's, he's been battling for a long time and people have to realize that addiction is like a disease. It's a lifelong battle for some. Some overcome it, some, some don't. So hopefully he can recover and he can get on Get on the path, you know, to be be clean, but we're going to keep them in our prayers. Yeah, I appreciate that. 
appreciate your insight and your thoughts on that. And that's going to have to be it for this bit. And as always, I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. Minus, <laughs> minus any conspiracy theories. Okay, and I can't wait to tell it. <laughs> All right. You're inside talking with T. Just the best everyday Knoxville. Listen live at wjbe.am.com. I have just a couple of announcements for our Knoxville, Tennessee listeners. Saturday, April 24th at 3 p.m., there will be a mass alumni membership meeting for Austin East High School. Input is desired for the restructuring of the Alumni Association. All classes and class representatives are encouraged to attend. You can find more information on social media or at WJBE Jammin' 99.7 radio station. Mark your calendars and plan to tune in as Project Grad Knoxville hosts its annual celebration of stars, acknowledging all of the seniors from Austin East and Fulton High Schools that have been awarded the Project Grad Scholarship. You can watch the celebration on CTV at 4 p.m. on April 18th. Again, that's on CTV, 4 p.m., April 18th, Project Grad Knoxville's annual celebration of stars. You can visit the Project Grad Knoxville website or follow them on Facebook for more information and updates. It's prom season, and Yvette Rice of YR Productions asked me to let y'all know that her and DJ Bond will be at Five Points on April 23rd, featuring students from Austin East Magnet High School in their prom attire, hitting the runway and the red carpet beginning at 5 p.m. So once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can leave comments on TalkingWithT.com, share stories, or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned right here to the D.L. Hughley Show on the historic WJBE. And when you wind down for the evening, slow your roll to the smooth sounds from the Sweat Motel. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. It is good to have money and the things that money can buy. But every now and then, it's also good to check in and make sure you haven't lost the things that money can't buy. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.